Sorry, we just wanted to do that, guys. Yeah, because that was. I mean, God, I, I, we, you probably uh, if you've been listening for a while, you you remember a couple years back at this point when Skyfall came out and everybody involved with the podcast was jizzing over it. Yeah, pretty much. It was so fucking good, which just made. Last week's announcements so uh, much better. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. It, it, the whole okay, so no we, introductions on this. All right. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. That's what I was just thinking. I was just like, do we do, do we cut to the theme music and blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. Cut to the theme music. Okay. Yeah, just do it now. Just do it now. Yeah, edit it in. Okay, we'll do. Too much to get sued. Oh, oh wait, are we? Yeah, we're on. Oh, you we're just on. played it again? Just I thought we were waiting for the music. I think you can that? play three seconds. Like fifteen. 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 I think you can play more than that. But, I think you know. you know it's you can sample three seconds, maybe. Well, right? well, I I think the thing is, well, like the nobody I, cares because nobody listens. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, beyond that, beyond that, well, beyond like, that, beyond that, if we actually did have listeners, hypothetically, if we did have listeners, <laughs> if uh. uh but like the iFanboy guys, they yeah. always like pick one song for a podcast, yeah. and I'm pretty they sure. Credit it. I've yeah, yeah, it yeah. Where they they you put a link, link to Amazon to be like, you can buy it here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. We, anyway, we've done that in the past. Okay. Okay. But yeah. So uh, you know, actually, this is, <coughs> you weren't around for uh, the Skyfall. I was I, not. No. What did you think of Skyfall? I liked it. I liked it actually. Yeah, are you, are you actually, no, I I did. I I liked it a lot more than the other two new Bonds. So of the Daniel Craig Bonds, I yeah. liked it the most, hands down. Um, yeah, Casino Royale was good. Um, and the other one, we're not going to talk about that so much. Um, <laughs> I, I like Quantum, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. not as good as Skyfall and, and Casino Royale. There's yeah. a definitely a lot more. It's a revenge movie. Well, not only that, but, I I mean, Quantum Solace had to deal with the writer's strike, I think. So they basically had to finish up a script and send it off to be filmed without a lot more work being put into it like there probably was with Casino Royale and Skyfall to, you know, help them be, you know, quality flicks. Quantum Solace worked. It was fine. But you could definitely tell that it was anchored by action scenes Instead of being anchored by an emotional arc, you, you you know what I will say about Quantum? It's kind of like I look at it like Spider Man Three, where it was. Well, not I'm not going to use Spider Man Three. Yeah, that's, that's, really that, that's really harsh. That's, that's really no, harsh. No, yeah, that, that's too harsh. But uh, I feel like no, no, because I felt like Casino Royale. My like my kind of complaint was it was great, beautiful story. You know, everything was great, but I feel like I just wanted to be more action. You know what I mean? I don't want to watch. James Bond for like an hour playing poker, like you know, I I want to see I want to see James Bond fucking beating ass, you know, and I think hitting the balls with rope. Well, yeah, that was 
That was a little, exactly. Said if somebody hit you in the balls with the rope like they did in that, you'd be pissed <laughs> off about it. You'd be pretty damn pissed off. Yeah. But no, I, no, that was my my complaint about but, Casino Royale. Yeah, we know what uh. he can do with his little finger. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that was my complaint about Casino Royale. I was like, I want more action in it. You know, I thought it was mm. supposed to be revamped, to have more action. And in a quantum, we're like, screw story, screw everything. We're just gonna film bombs, action, kick, action, bomb kicking ass. And I, I think again, but I thought too again, I thought like Casino Royale, after looking at what happened in Casino Royale, he's like, well, what did you expect? Like, yeah. Obviously, he's pissed off. So yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah, a lot of people hate it and that. But I, I didn't hate it either. You know, I thought it was that. But that was my biggest complaint with Casino Royale was it was like Bond playing cards. I'm like, all right, this is cool, but... Mm. And in Skyfall, I don't know, Skyfall with a healthy balance. Again, we saw, yeah. we got a good story lead up. We saw Bond at the beginning of the movie and at the end, welcome to Scotland, motherfucker. Or what did he say? I can't remember. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it was good. It was very good. Definitely, like I said, definitely, probably, probably the best, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. One of the best Bond movies I've ever seen, yeah, yeah, without question. Sure. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, last so. week uh, oh. they just started filming for uh, on Monday. They started yeah. filming on Monday, and they held a press conference to announce a shit ton of information to the uh, public. You know, yeah, and uh, first off, the movie is called Spectre. Yeah, which is the first time it's popped up in their new Daniel Craig continuity. The first time it's popped up in six films. Wow. Even mentioned. Well, yeah, I think it's been a lot longer than See, that because apparently but MGM they, didn't have the rights. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Um, it did not have the rights, but it had been. It was either Spectre or Blofeld that had been mentioned, not met, no. only mentioned, not seen. Well, yeah, but it's been a long while yeah. since they've actually been the focus of a movie. Um, and uh, I don't. I, I love that poster, that teaser poster of the the octopus. Yeah. yeah, the bullet hole through the uh, and then the way the arms went down. It just I don't know. It made me think of some of. It's a very simplistic image yeah. to a certain degree, but there's a lot there, and it reminded me of like some of the imagery we saw from Skyfall before it came out. Like that poster? Well, yeah, that, and just like if you look at the cover of the, the, the Blu-ray... Uh, I don't really like that cover, though. I don't know. I like it. It's very simple. It, 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 you know, it's got the white background and him It's just, just a classic it. Bond, though. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. It just, I don't know, having Sam Mendes back to direct Spectre after doing Skyfall is just, I don't know, it, it's exciting. Yeah. They, the only difference is that they don't have, um, what's his name, Roger Deakins back to do. Was he the cinematographer? Yeah, he was, he's the guy who normally works for the Coen brothers. Oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's not back for, or the, for Spectre, but they got the guy who did the cinematography for, uh, Interstellar. Oh wow! Okay. So you're kind of like, well, the the one thing about Interstellar that you cannot pretty. bitch about. It was, it was yeah, pretty. that is a gorgeous looking film. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty fucking excited for this, um, especially with uh, Christoph Waltz playing the bad guy, which I don't remember what name they gave him at the press conference, yeah. but. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure um, I'm, ass I'm assuming this is correct if it's not I apologize but I was listening to Hollywood Babylon earlier today and Ralph Garman mentioned that the, the character's name that they're using for or for Christoph Waltz yeah. it's like somebody who taught Bond how to ski I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to pull a uh, 
uh, like a Nolan J.J. Abrams thing where yeah, they're we're like, this to... is Blofeld, we're just not gonna tell you. It's Blofeld, man. But you're kind of like... In this day and age, especially what happened with Khan in yeah. the darkness... And it was already rumored that he was playing Blofeld. You're just kind of like, why don't you just say these Blofelds and we'll all move on with our lives? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they'll t- make him bald and have a cat? I think... Or did, or did Austin Powers ruin that? I See, think they'll most likely have a cat like running around his apartment or okay, something. Yeah. He's not gonna sit you think there. Think he'll be bald? No, I don't think he'll be yeah. bald either. I, I, I mean, the most is that he'll probably pet the cat once. Yeah. But that's not gonna. He's not gonna turn around in a chair and be petting <laughs> the cat. <laughs> See, no, but I was actually gonna mention that it's it's funny. You I had no idea we were talking about this, so it's kind of nice this episode because I'm actually a pretty big Bond fan. Um, but uh. But it, it's, that's the thing, like, with the Spectre coming back and then after, like, Austin Powers and after... I, I haven't read the book so much, but yeah, there were I've some... There have been Casino cheesy, Royale. cheesy Bond movies with Spectre involved, and yeah. I think that's why they moved away from it. Well, it, it's moved gonna away be, from it because they didn't have a choice to move away from it. Yeah, but it's going to be it's gonna be very interesting, too, just to see uh, oh, if they can pull it off in, like, a... Yeah, sir. I mean, not I guess non cheesy for lack of a better word, like I, way like how they're gonna, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. especially well, yeah, like Mr. White's back from Casino Royale and Quantum, Quantum Solace. He was, okay, okay, uh, one of the guys in the Quantum organization. So maybe Spectre will be in charge of Quantum. Maybe they'll wrap it back around to to those. Okay, yeah. okay. I think they kind of have to if they're having that. Kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah. Because. Uh, Quantum was probably the replacement for Spectre. They Until probably, they got the rights back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, what were some of the... Okay, so we got... Uh, Daniel Craig back as Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. oh, that was, that's actually going to be my exact yes. next question. Yeah. He's so. had enough for a couple more, too, hasn't he? Well, I don't know about a total that. total of five, okay. right? Well, I don't know. I think it's a total of five. But, uh, um, yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> uh, Ralph Fiennes is coming back as M. And uh, Money Penny from Skyfall is coming back for uh, Naomi Harris. Yeah, Naomi Harris. Um, so that oh, and Q. And Q's back. Yeah. Q's back. Yeah, same Q. Um, is it Spider Man? Is Q? Right? No, no. no? Uh, is that someone else? I don't know. Uh, I yeah. Yeah, what's his name? I don't remember. Is it on the? It back? might be. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Q's back. Uh, yeah, Q's yeah. back. Yeah, the same Q um, from Skyfall, which I thought he did a great job yeah. at. Um, Let's see the two Bond Who's girls. Who's Albert Fine, Finney? Um, not who you who think is he is. Oh, that's what I was asking. <laughs> you know, he's not. Uh, he's not Q. Okay. <laughs> if you said the name, I'd probably recognize it. Okay. Um, that's what I was asking. He's on the bottom. And I, was, <laughs> I was like, I know who everyone else is besides this. So um, okay, so two Bond girls, Monica Bellucci. She's probably the age-appropriate Bond girl from Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of people are yeah. mentioning that. It's, it's, she's, they're the same age. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <coughs> the other one is Leia Seydoux. Um, have either of you seen Blue is the Warmest Color? Nope, but I hear I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she's from that, and apparently she did a fantastic job in that. Um, uh, Dave Bautista 
Dave Batista. Dave Batista from yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. <sighs> really? Yeah, he's probably gonna be like the odd job. Though. Yeah, he's probably gonna. Be, yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that, that's that's good. Good. You know, I, I, I liked him in Guardians. So yeah, he did. he did a much better job in Guardians than I ever would have thought. I mean, it probably yeah. had to do a lot with the writing, like the whole and the character. Well, yeah, the whole joke about him not taking things. <clears throat> well, him taking things literally. literally. Yeah. It, like, but he played that too. You know. Yeah. Great no. No, no, that's yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. he probably won't have a whole hell of a lot to do, honestly, which is a little disappointing because of how it would have just yeah. been interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. You know, it still bugs me. People still complain about him in Guardians. I've heard so many people who are like, ah, oh, Dave Teese is in it. They complain like, about him. Yeah, I've heard a lot of complaints about him. I, and, I thought he did a great job. Then I always have to let them know. I was like, he auditioned for that. He won that role. Obviously, he was the best choice for that role. Yeah. So. Did, uh, um, <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, I think his name is uh, Glenn Howerton uh, um, from uh, It's for, Always Sunny. Yeah. He almost he was second choice. Wow, that would have been really really. Yeah, Dennis wow. from It's Sunny for wow. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Wow, he was second choice. That would have been amazing. <laughs> well, he was second choice, then maybe I don't know. I would like to see the audition for. Uh, I would, I would, no, but I would like to see. I like well, to see a lot of people movies. were up for the role. Star Lord, there was really? some incredible oh, yeah, 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 like uh, uh, what's his name? Jensen Ackles. Yeah, I knew Jensen. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, that's yeah. who I was thinking of. But yeah, he, he apparently got really close, and I, huh. wow. that that would have been interesting. That would have been probably a dickier uh, uh, Star Lord than Chris Pratt. You would have had to bulk up a shit ton. Well, I don't know. I've seen him shirtless a couple times on It's Sunny. Uh-huh. He's he's, he's kind of close. No, but I mean, that's kind of his character. Oh, no, 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 no. He was a lot closer than Chris Pratt probably. Maybe. <laughs> he would have to bulk. He would be the opposite of Chris Pratt. But if Chris Pratt had to bulk down, yeah. he would have to bulk up. No, but, uh, Chris Pratt had to tone. Yeah. Tone. Yeah. yeah he, he, well, yeah, I know. Tone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tone. Yeah. He had to stop yeah. drinking beer. Yeah. He didn't drink beer in six months. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, hell, that's what he said in an interview. Oh, really? Yeah. They just took that joke from Awesome. Um... So, uh, yeah, Spectre. Uh, did you see the car? I did. The yeah. Aston Martin DB10, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 at the, the press conference, I'm an Aston they revealed the car. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see uh, the car. Aston Martin and, and... They stick with the Aston Martin. That's yeah. good. I hate when Bond drives a BMW. That <laughs> pissed me off. Why is fucking James Bond driving a BMW, a fucking <laughs> German there, car? There's one where he's in a Monte Carlo. And I'm yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, no, yeah, I remember that. I remember when he was in, he was in a Mustang, too, right? Yeah. That one where he was in the Mustang. Dude, James Bond should always be an Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, like, like, you can change the models around, that's fine, but yeah. it has to be an Aston Martin. Well, but, yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, the way they dealt with it in Skyfall, yeah. what I thought was pretty great. Where he went to his, uh, uh pers- like, after. Oh, he oh, when he was, yeah, yeah in the little. It was yeah. a classic yeah. Aston Martin yeah. movie 5 It was, like, the only point in the movie where they actually used the classic theme. Yeah. And it was just. I don't know, it was perfect. Yeah. And yeah. of course, I mean, that DB5 is from my, probably my one of my favorite Bond movies with uh, Goldfinger. I, yeah. I mean, it's, Goldfinger it's the classic classic. Bond car. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the trick When you out, think of James Bond car, boom, it's, it's that's Aston it. Martin it's Aston Martin DB5. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they have the DBS in uh, Casino uh, Royale. I really liked the DBS, but you can't beat that DB5. <laughs> and knowing that the DB10 is going to be tricked out, too, that's going to be sweet. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, 
Next next winter is gonna oh, we get James Bond in November, yeah, and then we get Star, Star Wars, Wars in December, and it's like <laughs> yes, especially with Avengers in May, you're just yeah, like right. that entire year is gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. Is oh in yeah, it. he's in it. Uh, That'll be interesting. Yeah, joining the uh, the my five uh, group of people. That'll be that. Uh, I almost wonder if he's going to be like a double agent yeah. or something. I, I feel like that would almost be too easy. Uh, maybe. But, but given... That, that is a weird actor. <laughs> yeah, given that he did such a good job as Moriarty on Sherlock, yeah. I almost can't see him in anything else. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see him come back in a, a Sherlock. <clears throat> I, I, if he does. Well, I yeah. imagine they're doing the special and then they're coming back yeah. for another season. Yeah, I you know. Don't, you don't cliffhang with Moriarty and then not bring him back in I mean come on we'll see he clearly shot himself in the head so well yeah but there's even if he's still dead and it's just like video footage okay, of him okay. he's yeah, still right. around well he was still around in this past season too how many times did he show up after he died quite a few well yeah in Sherlock's brain yeah have you watched the British Sherlock I have not watched with Benedict British Cam- Cumberbatch Cumberbatch it's, what was his middle name? We looked this oh, up. It was fucking, fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> but oh, well. I have no, I haven't watched it. I hear it's very good. Yeah, but. I mean, you've got Netflix. I mean, there are many movies. Yeah, it's nine pretty good movies. Yeah. Uh, some of them are fucking fantastic. Some of them are a little not as good, but they're well, still they're all good. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely worth your time. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so. Beyond Bond, uh, last week w- was a pretty interesting announcement with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, right? The, the cast for that got announced. Uh, it's being directed by David Ayer. Who, what, uh, what, what has he done? Uh, he did Fury. I haven't seen it yet. That was a, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Apparently I can't because it's online everywhere now. <laughs> um, so it's Black Annie. <laughs> Black Annie. <laughs> um, but yeah, he did End of Watch. What's the name of that movie, right? No, it's not. It's not. You know, you know, what is this? It's just Annie, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just it Annie. The, I think the uh, uh, Hollywood Babylon Ralph Garman referred to it as Tanny. Oh, oh I feel like that's worse. Yeah, it is. That's not. That's a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's directing the Suicide Squad, which uh, had me pretty excited, and then the cast got announced. Okay. Um. So Will Smith is doing Deadshot. Wow. Yeah, Which, I know, right? Wow. Are Will huh. Smith in another superhero movie? Well, no, 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 no. I think <laughs> I think he could honestly do. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> I was going for the laugh on that one. Oh uh, yeah, but I don't I don't agree with that assessment at all. I think Will Smith can probably do. I'm Will sorry, did I see Hancock? Yeah, well, but, I did. Well, Will Smith is. He has a good point, though. I mean, Will Smith is a good actor yeah, when yeah. he wants to be in... Yeah, well, especially yeah. with Floyd Lawton. Floyd Lawton is pretty much just a smartass all the time, yeah. which Will Smith can do. And, and I would argue Will Smith is not the issue with Hancock. <laughs> no, no. The writing is the issue with Hancock. Just that <laughs> Actually, entire... speaking of... Well, I'm not going to get into this now. Well, <laughs> yeah, Let's not get into the, the quality of Hancock. Well, though. yeah. Well, I feel like... Why... Peter Berg is such an overrated director. I just feel like, like, well, he does good things every once in a while. Like he did. Fr- <laughs> I, I feel like everybody goes back to Friday Night Lights for him. Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, but what, but I mean, you got Battleship. You got like Hancock. Yeah, yeah. You got like. 
He's not good. He, apparently, he's really poor at choosing good scripts for big budget films. Like yeah, that. for like, the popcorn. Yeah, but yeah. Will Smith was not the problem with Hancock. No. The entire was, uh, Hancock. Oh, I mean Hancock, an obvious example. And it, yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> Hancock had issues beyond that. That was just a writing thing where yeah. it takes such a fucking left turn that you're like, what the fuck did this movie become? <laughs> we were dealing with a homeless superhero. What? Where did that idea go? <laughs> yeah, Hancock is just that was a bad movie. Anyway, anyway, but but I really don't that think... That movie that had potential. Yeah, yeah. But th- that really doesn't really speak to what Will Smith yeah. would really do as Floyd Lawton. Fair enough. Because I, I think he could actually do that to a great degree. And I'm, 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 I'm really impressed. I mean, it's Will Smith, so it's probably not a hard idea to be like, let's ignore that Floyd Lawton is white and just cast the black guy because he's probably better at the role. So I... I I don't know. I, I appreciate that. Doesn't he have an accent too? No. No. I, mean, I don't know why I was thinking he did. I normally read him with like a I don't know a street tough accent of some kind, but he doesn't. It's not like he's from fucking Australia like Boomerang. Yeah. Um, All right. So anyway, uh, the other big thing was Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah. Um. Oh, I am not. I I didn't hear this cast list. Cast list, and I am. Well, I'm I, not liking it so far. You know, but I, I think Jared Leto will be a great Joker. I, have you not seen him in some stuff? I well, mean, I mean, yeah, I've seen, I guess that's true. I mean, I mean, again, I think actually it's funny you mention that because I feel like this is this is the opposite of Will Smith. I feel like it's 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 lucky <laughs> movies, good script selection, too bad acting. If that makes sense, not like uh, I don't know. Well, Jared Leto, I, I saw him in Dallas Buyers. Yeah. Dallas Buyers. Well, what about like, have you ever seen Requiem for a Dream? Yes. Or yeah, yeah, like that again. A good movie. I felt just. Wait, Requiem. You I didn't like it? I can't stand Requiem. Really? For a dream. I don't know. But <laughs> Aronofsky, I just I don't. You don't like, like Aronofsky, don't. really? You don't like it? Wow! I, I, I wow! Didn't like Black Swan. I know he loved Black Swan. He's gonna. Uh, I, I think he liked Black Swan for the stuff with Natalie. Well, I mean, Black Swan no, is Aronesky. Like, like that's his movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. A Black Swan, but, I thought was just that was that was sort of a thrill ride of a movie where you really had no idea what the fuck was going maybe on because it's my of how mindset. Maybe I'll rewatch it eventually. Uh, I don't know. It's just like uh, Natalie Portman's character. Like I liked the fountain. I didn't see. I never seen a fountain. See, I didn't really it's like the yeah. fountain. I thought it was pretty. I it, it's pretty, but it's a little boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Jared Leto as uh, the Joker. Yeah, the Joker. I could. That'd be the one role that I would like. Yeah. Yeah, I could accept that. Could he's accept a brave that. motherfucker because he's following. He's, he's got some big ledger. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's. Well, I feel like too. I might be biased with the whole thirty seconds to Mars thing, so oh, I'm just yeah. not going to let that influence <laughs> well, the acting. Like, I'm just going to. He, he, I mean, but. like, yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. He did a tremendous job. I haven't seen him. Me too. He ate, and I feel like he he has the ability to be chameleon-like in his performance yeah. where he can sort of just become what he needs to be. Gotcha. So, I mean... It sounds I really poetic. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of Joker they're probably going for, and I think the idea of the Joker being on Suicide Squad is absurd. Well, it's like uh, you remember in uh, Warren Ellis. I think it's absurd. Well, I'm sorry, there's hold, no other word on, to fit on. that. You remember in uh, Warren Ellis's uh, Thunderbolts run when they had Bullseye on the team? Yeah, and he was just like the ultimate personification of chaos. Yeah, I think that's what the Joker is gonna be, where he's more of a nuisance than anything. Where it, like. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the third act twist that the Joker is in charge of everything in some manner. Yeah. And, I don't know, that would be awesome to see. Especially considering, like, if they're going with, like, the Batman interpretation for that universe is very much The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller, that would be the kind of Joker you would potentially assume that we're getting. Do you think he should cameo in Batman Superman? Um... I could see why you wouldn't. I mean, I, if they ever did like a solo Ben Affleck Batman movie, yeah. I think that I would like to see the the two of them together. Yeah. Um, I don't really think it's necessary for Batman Superman, especially if you already got Lex Luthor. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems maybe like a small thing. Like yeah. He's on the like computer. I said, cameo. Like on the computer or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, what else? Is, uh, Margaret Robbie. Have you ever seen the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen I The Wolf of Wall Street? Right? How I think it's on Netflix now. It is on Netflix now. Yeah. But it's only four hours. <laughs> two and a half. But, uh, uh, it's longer than two and a half. It's almost four hours long. It's not that long. It's, it's two and a half. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's over three. Okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, so she played uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio's wife in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think she could actually do Harley Quinn a great deal, too. I, I'm excited for a live-action Harley, anyway. Yeah. She's, but she's got that, like, if you if you would watch The Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. she has that kind of accent down yeah. already, and she's oh, from wow. Australia. You get annoying. Well, I mean, she's got the... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that... Uh, you know that's Harley Quinn. You know, yeah, this yeah. is a J. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she could uh, she could do that. I don't know. So I was pretty excited about that. What were the other ones? Tom Hardy. Um, He's playing another villain. He's Rick Flag, which I know jack shit about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean Tom Hardy. I mean he's a great actor. So it's just one of the things where you're like, okay, yeah, sure. You, you got a good cast going on. He'll probably add something. <laughs> um, and then the other two is like Boomerang and Enchantress, and you're kind of like, okay, maybe they'll be body fodder. Even though I, <laughs> I gotta say, I was pretty impressed with Captain Boomerang during the. Uh, Look, not even a picture on Wikipedia for Rick Flag. Well, yeah, he's just a bland-looking white guy. Because this is like grandfather's from World War Two or some bullshit. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, you messed up my segue. Sorry. Um, we're gonna talk about the Flash Arrow. Did you watch uh, the Flash Arrow crossover from last week? That's a- no. Uh oh. Should I leave? Should I leave the podcast? Oh. You care about spoilers? No, it's all right. I'll just. It's all right. I'll barrel through it. It was so fucking good. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was probably the best two hours of superhero TV. Ever made really? Yeah, wow. it was fucking fun as shit. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, it was just I, I think you were right when you sent me a text. You were kind of like, why can't both shows just be like both casts together <laughs> at the same time <laughs> every week? <laughs> yeah, because they they work so well off of each other that you're kind of like, why can't they just be together all the time? <laughs> right? Like if one show gets canceled, 
They should just Everybody merge. can move over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen considering Flash's ratings this yeah, year. Yeah, right? It's pretty much like a breakout hit for the CW. Yeah. I mean, it's it's beating stuff on other networks. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I mean, it was just a lot of fun. Like, starting with the Flash uh, episode that had uh, Ollie and his... Uh, Ollie and Diggle and Felicity in Central City. That was just a lot of fun. And I th- or Chance earlier mentioned... <laughs> but Barry lifted uh, Felicity to like race her to the uh, uh, his Arrow Cave or the Star Labs. Star Labs and uh, Arrow uh, his Arrow Cave. I yeah. said um, <laughs> her shirt started to burn and she oh yeah, off. I heard him standing in a that. bra and I'm just sort of like, this is so unnecessary. But thank you. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like having her uh, uh, interact with uh, um, what's her name, Daniel Panabaker. I yeah. can't remember her. Uh, Frost. Yeah, Killer Frost. Uh, her character's name. Like I don't know, just having them be nerdy together uh-huh. on the same show is awesome. And, and Cisco. They're, yeah, they're, they're a great trio. Yeah, I'd watch a show with just them. Yeah, when uh, 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 Arrow and Flash started the fight. And uh, Cisco and Diggle were both arguing about who was gonna win. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, this is this is great. Yeah, the Flash Arrow fight uh, uh, on that first episode was pretty great because uh, uh, Barry got controlled, and it was really interesting because that's the introdu- introduction of uh, uh, Jeff Johns' emotional spectrum thing. Yeah, because the guy he he's n- normally referred to as the Rainbow Raider or something in the comics, and he can make you. Uh, uh, um, you know, change you know emotional spectrums or whatever. Yeah. Whenever Flash read at somebody, like Barry started to get really angry, and that's what sort of incited the fight with the Arrow. See, I didn't catch that because he only used red. Red. But yeah, that is the introduction of Jeff John's emotional <gasps> spectrum. Wow. Especially considering they like overloaded him with a shit ton of colors yeah, to calm him down. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow, that just made that even more amazing. I mean, I, I, I kind of hope that eventually they get around to maybe doing a Green Lantern thing of some kind. That'd be super expensive for TV. Uh, probably okay. <laughs> um, and they have, I mean, they have had Ferris Air, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, they definitely alluded to... They Green exist. Lantern continuity. They exist. Um, I think one thing I really liked about this episode, and I probably highlighted to a certain degree, how much their C- how the CW is pretty much using Arrow and the Flash as Batman, Superman characters. Yeah, you know, or replacements to a certain degree. Yeah. Because it, the Arrow is totally watching Batman. This, this <laughs> can't make it Batman. I totally agree. With that. Batman villains. Yeah. Well, yeah, like okay. yeah, there was the the ad for Flash's episode tomorrow as like a shirtless uh, Ollie going against or sword fighting with a shirtless Ross Al Ghul which Ross? is Al Ghul? Ross Al Ghul whatever Ross Al Ghul I like Raish Raish I like the pronunciation of Raish Al Ghul I think I like it better what? didn't they use the in the Nolan verse Ross Al Ghul they do Ross Al Ghul Ross anyway but yeah they, the Batman the Animated Series was Raish Raish Al Ghul mm. But yeah, that's totally a Batman thing. Like yeah. shirtless sword fighting with Rachel Ghoul is uh, that's Batman. a Batman thing. But yeah, so so Barry is pretty much a Superman. And, and they they Make definitely sure you mind your surroundings. 
I hope, I hope that I hope they say that. <laughs> well, it would have been all right. It would have been all right because I know they were trying to get Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, to come back. Liam Neeson. I would have com- been completely all right with that. These were say yeah. the Nolan verse, or not even just that. Yeah. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah. I mean, Liam Neeson be. Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. It's just awesome. Having Liam Neeson do anything is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> like rescue his family three times? <laughs> but, uh, uh, they, they did a good job of showing the difference between. Thank you, that took you a minute. <laughs> it's taken you a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get it? I get them both. It took me a minute. Get of it? Showing the contrast between Barry and Ollie, especially when. Barry was standing there to see Ollie do the torture scene. And Barry was just like, I defended you. (laughs) And you just fucking stabbed an arrow in a guy and just fucking interrogated him while twisting that around <laughs> and then to tug it out. <laughs> Is that how my tugs went out? Tugging yeah. out an arrow the way he was holding it? Yeah. Hold my arrow. Give me the talk. But, I, so, it wasn't just like a, a cool crossover. It, it did a good job of contrast of yeah. showing the, I don't know, the interesting things about having these two characters mesh together. Yeah. Plus, I didn't watch the crossover, but I feel like just watching the show, you get like, I don't know, I almost feel like the thing about Superman, you always feel like he's kind of an idiot. And (laughs) I almost feel like they're portraying the Flash that way in this new one where like the villain's right under his nose and he never even knew it. He's just so (laughs) trusting of everybody and tries to see the best in everyone. And I'm like, come on. Like, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And they, they. I get that, but they also show why that could potentially be a good thing at the end of the Arrow thing, because the idea, like, the whole, it even added flashbacks to the episode, which I was kind of surprised about, considering about, you know, how much was going on. Yeah. You know, of showing him learning how to torture somebody. Yeah. Like, losing that faith in humanity, while being contrasted with him sort of gaining that back. By having allies that Mm -hmm. he can rely on, uh, Having people that he can rely on to secure his humanity to a certain degree. You know, I was actually kind of surprised that they did have uh, flashbacks in the Arrow episode to an extent, but they've had flashbacks in every episode of Arrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Flash kind of goes back and forth on it. Yeah, they haven't really. I, I think they probably should have added them to the Flash episode just so they meshed well together, just so they felt. Like a coherent piece, almost. Well, I think they were almost to a certain degree trying to avoid that, mm-hmm. so that if somebody who just watched Flash could, could just watch the Flash, yeah, yeah, and like it wasn't like it was a two part; they were two separate cases. Yeah, there were two separate episodes, two separate bad guys. So if you just watched one show, yeah. you were fine with just following it. Yeah, um, which I don't. To a certain degree, I agree with. I saw some complaints about how. You know, they kind of snubbed the idea of actually doing, like, a full-on crossover. crossover. But you're kind of like, what I got was completely enjoyable. Yeah. So I'm not really going to bitch about that. Maybe at the end of the season where we get a weird faux Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll be a little annoyed then if it doesn't feel like a cohesive piece. piece yeah. But 
I don't know. I, I was really happy with what I got. There were a lot of great action pieces. Oh, that's probably the best thing about these two episodes. And one thing The Flash actually keeps doing that impresses me, mm-hmm. the, even the fight scenes in Arrow have all been really well done, but now with The Flash in the episode, we got that, that spectacle that we've been getting in The Flash TV series where it's these huge action pieces. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like it. I Somehow they pull a budget out of thin air yeah. and pull off stuff that is incredible. Yeah, I think the uh, <coughs> beginning of the Arrow episode with Captain Boomerang, which they did a actually great job of establishing him as a... Uh, um, a threat? Yeah, because you know, he ends up being thrown in prison with uh, Deathstroke. That's going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of like, okay, they're going to pop out and put together a legion of supervillains or whatever. <laughs> legion of doom. Legion of boom. Richard Sherman is. But, um... Yeah, uh, when the Flash shows up and catches those boomerangs in yeah, midair, yeah. just the way that's filmed, the way that's edited and put together... It was one of the best moments in both of both series. Yeah, it was just uh, they're they're so good of putting together iconic flash moments in that show. Where I mean, maybe it's just because to a certain degree we visually or like you know TV wise yeah. or movie wise or anything like that, we haven't really seen a whole lot of iconic live action flash things. But like. You know, him catching the boomerangs in midair, him running away from an explosion on the ocean that he's out racing. water. Yeah, you're just sort of like, this Jesus is a... flash. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's really neat to see. I, I like how they do him keeping his disguise. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. That's... Even though I did like the moment where he's in the arrow cave, and uh, I, hold on, I liked when Cisco named it the arrow cave. He was like, "Do you guys have an aeromobile?" <laughs> but yeah, you know, Flash is a cinematic. And then Diggle was using it, and all he was just like, "Seriously, stop you! <laughs> we're on, we're not going to use code names. We're not going to no no." <laughs> um, but yeah, Flash is sitting down there eating Chinese food while Diggle's wife comes down. And uh, I think it was uh, Killer Frost was like, a secret identity? And he was like, well, she knows. No, she doesn't. So, <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm the Flash. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was a great two hours of television. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Um, Flash news. Mark Hamill's reprising uh, his role as the trickster. Yeah, wow. from, yeah, from the nineties. Wow. Have you seen his costume? I haven't. No, it's terrible. It's, it, terrible. it's so bad. Actually, Mark Hamill was probably the worst thing about the nineties Flash TV show. Really? Like, out of it, it didn't get canceled because of ratings. It got canceled because it was fucking expensive to do. What are you looking at? I was just looking at time. You were just staring at it, and you had like this like well, look on your face. I was trying to read it. You like the clock or the yeah time? the clock the clock. Yeah. It's nine seventeen. Okay, not that just the clock, but the, oh, time. the timer. Yes, okay. gotcha. <laughs> but the nineties Flash TV series got canceled because of the budget. Yeah, they're spending too much money. And but if you watch the Trickster episodes, you would think it was because of the show. 
Yeah, it, it, his costume looked like it belonged on one of those like Nickelodeon game shows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Double dare and shit. Like, like the wow. early the eighties yeah. and early nineties pastels and yeah, it's bad. So picture the trickster, and then yeah, yeah. I don't. It would be interesting to bring them into the show. Like, <clears throat> I'm not entirely like. Are they gonna make him like toy toy manish? Oh, here it is. Here it is. That's just the top of it. Look at his hair. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what the tr- trickster looks like. Oh, not to that degree. <laughs> He's a little bit more color-coordinated than that. That is just bad. Right? Yeah, I think people said the same thing about Colin Baker's uh, Doctor Who outfit as well. The Sixth Doctor. The, well, he just, said the, he just said the, 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 the scarf. Yeah, that was the Fourth Doctor. Colin Baker. Oh, sorry. The Sixth Doctor. Okay. had that multicolored patchwork jacket that was awful okay I, yeah. I don't know yeah uh, um. if Gabe was here he would know <laughs> the classic who knowledge is sad <laughs> um, um but yeah so that'll be fun yeah it's uh, interesting it's a third person from the original Flash TV show to now be on the Flash well, uh, we have Barry's dad. Who's the second? Um, she's actually in uh, tonight's episode, the mid-season finale. Oh. She's reprising her role from the original series as well. Oh. Um, she was the doctor at Star Labs in the original series. Oh, that's right. I remember hearing about that. Okay. All right. So it'll be interesting. It's almost like in some weird world, <laughs> like some alternate dimension. Or an alternate world. Or an alternate world. <laughs> like Earth. Forty into that. <laughs> Wait for it. Yeah, they've already mentioned Crisis. Mm. So. Oh yeah. Well, I've I've only mentioned Crisis in, in the first so, episode. Yeah, the yeah. first episode. Very. And, first and episode, it's like, yeah. well, <laughs> maybe this other Flash show existed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was. I mean, that really is like <clears throat> Flash and Arrow. I mean, I don't know. Or, or for the most part, except for tonight, obviously, because we're recording right yeah. now. Normally, I I will sit down and watch those. Like yeah. Agent of Agents of Shield, I'm behind a couple of weeks now. Oh, you need to get caught up. But yeah, Flash and Arrow. Especially considering, evidently tonight's episode of Shield yeah, will blow your fucking mind in is, some manner. Is what what was that? I O nine. I don't know. Bleeding Cool even mentioned. Yeah. You know, was, I don't know. Like I, I guess the rumor is supposedly um, what's your face? Sky. Yeah, is maybe gonna be like. Daisy Johnson or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. You're kind of like, okay. So we got our first glimpse at a possible Inhuman last week. One of the yeah. new cast members that we've been introduced to, uh, they, they find the city and oh, yeah. touches something mm. and might have, he's pretty sure he's dead. One of the new cast members, one of the new agents that we've been introduced to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, um, I was really hoping you'd watched it. No, sorry, it's I, all right. I, I found mine on that one. Um, let's see what else. Um, where are we at? For, uh, forty-one, okay. forty-two. Um, did you watch a new Terminator trailer? Did not. I had no. Well, idea we can pause it. We can pause it and okay. show them the trailer. Okay. So I gotta say, I feel as if the, the, the article I read about the movie sold the movie a bit a little bit better than that does. Okay. Because I don't I, I'm intrigued by the idea of them sending back Kyle Reese. And apparently the Arnold Schwarzenegger that you you saw in that trailer showed up like when Sarah Connor was a kid. Yeah. 
So they're completely redeemed. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she, like, that, well, that one showed up when she was a kid and killed another Terminator that was trying to kill her when she was a kid. Um, so he's been around and sort of has sort of been like a foster father to her this entire time. And I like that. It explains his aging. It explains Mm -hmm. why it. You know, they look like there's a couple different Arnolds in there. Yeah. Maybe from flashbacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that last one you see has gray hair. Yeah. I like that. So, I mean, I, I like that, and I feel as if the movie doesn't... I don't know. The, the trailer... I feel like the trailer uh, focuses too much on the soldier. aging, though? Why would, why would he be aging? He's a Terminator. Flesh, the human flesh. The organic flesh. But it was prior to... So that doesn't make sense. No, if the Terminator was sent back to when she was a kid, and it's the same Terminator to the present Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, whatever, I get your point. Yeah. The, the organic flesh of the Terminator would of age. Of that Terminator would age. Yes. Mm, fair enough, fair just enough. Just go with that. All right. yeah, just go with that. It makes sense. We got fucking time travel going on. Yeah, we got time travel. We got... Apparently, like parallel timelines. So it's the same model Terminator, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Got you. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, parallel timelines. But I think the I think the trailer deals a lot with nostalgia over anything. Yeah. Because you get after uh, Kyle is sent back to to the eighties, it's almost shot for shot with a cop car pulling up, mm-hmm. him going into the mall looking for clothes. Yeah. I mean that. I was like, wow, I, I didn't realize it was going to be a remake. Mm-hmm. And then. See, bam, that's what I said. That's then, the same thing I said. And yeah. Then, bam, Sarah Connor shows up with. I, I got chills the first time I watched it. I was like, wow, that sounded like Linda Hamilton. And I don't know how big of a Terminator fan you two are, but I fucking love Terminator. At least the first two. Yeah. 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 But, like, I watch Terminator 2 all the time. Well, at least once a year. Can't say all the time. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> but it's definitely one of those. Even if it's on TV, I'll fucking watch Terminator Two. But um, yeah, I think I think the trailer focuses on that. Oh, you got all the damn catchphrases in that trailer too. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. I'll be back. You know. I mean, I like her. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, it worked really it, well. Yeah, it it, it it shows the you know, what has happened. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's the what the fuck moment. Wait, we're expecting this, and we're oh, Sarah Connor's already a badass. Yeah, but like you know, Arnold's. I'll be back. You're gonna. Yeah. It's a little eyeroll inducing. Yeah. You're like okay. Now you're being a little pandering. <laughs> uh, the Come With Me If You Want to Live has been in every movie. Oh, yeah. Really? It works yeah. well here. It, it does, is. yeah. I think it's even in the first episode of uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. <laughs> I'm not shocked about that. Um, actually, I do want to ta- I want, I say something. I, I own the Sarah Connor Chronicles, actually. Um, even with Summer Glow. Yeah, wow, I'm surprised. Even with Summer Glow. So up the space. Yeah. <laughs> but... She doesn't talk, so I mean much. But I actually watched a movie with her in it that I, I thoroughly enjoyed. It's on Netflix. Um, the Knights of Badass. I saw it on Netflix. It's in my queue now. I haven't. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Okay. Um, I don't know what you guys know about it. Yeah, I. I so it, this isn't the director's cut, right? No. Yeah. There's a director's cut. Well, I mean, as if like they took the the cut away from the director and oh, cut together their own gotcha. the producers did. Did they? Yeah, this is not what the director oh, wanted. That's to be. unfortunate. Yeah. Um I would have loved to have seen what he had in mind. 
I want to know why he did it. There was some sort of, uh, uh, you know, editorial disagreement. That's weird. It doesn't seem like a movie that would have had that. Like, it's not the greatest movie ever. Yeah, but there's some kind of bullshit happening. That's weird. Because that was supposed to be out, like, a couple years ago at this point. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been delayed to this point just because of that kind of crap. Um, It has a lot of known people in it. Uh, Ryan... uh, Quantin? Quantin, yeah, however you say his last name, from True Blood. Mm -hmm. He was Jason Stackhouse on True Blood, if you watch True Blood. Uh, Peter Dinklage is in it. Yeah, Summer Glau. Summer Glau, but Dinklage is great. He's on Shrooms quite a bit. (laughs) Um, Danny Pudi. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and Steve Zahn. It's, uh, they're a, uh, a LARPing troupe that Steve Zahn has uh, this book of magic and is doing spells and they, they accident, he accidentally uh, summons a, a hell-spawn succubus into their LARPing party. It's entertaining. It, the effects are pretty bad. What's the movie called? Knights of Badassdom. Knights of Badassdom. <laughs> yeah. But it's entertaining. It's, it was a lot of fun. It's like a, it's like an hour and a half long, but it's a lot of fun for an hour and a half. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Summer Glow didn't, didn't ruin it. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Um, so will you, be seen, will you be seeing Terminator? Well, yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, Alan Taylor, who directed a shit ton of Game of Thrones and uh, uh, Thor The Dark World, was directing oh, okay. it. And I think I'm, I'm definitely intrigued enough by the idea of it sort of being an alternate timeline and having Amelia Clark be an automatic badass. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I'll probably end up seeing that. Right on. I kind of wish we would have seen Matt Smith in the trailer. Yeah, he's in the movie and there's nowhere in that trailer, which is a little surprising. Yeah. You think it would have had him a little bit just because of the... I feel know, like he might sell something. A little bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, last weekend was the Game Awards yep. and the PlayStation Experience. There were a couple big things. I wish we could have gone to that. We got invited. I wish we could have gone. Well, it's in fucking Vegas. I like, We have the money to do the fucking I, Vegas. I can't afford anything we get invited to on, on like... That side of the Mississippi. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, at the PlayStation Experience, I feel like the biggest thing was they did a 15-minute-long gameplay trailer for Uncharted 4. Yeah. That was amazing. Looking. What I I didn't watch all of it. What I saw was beautiful. Yeah. Like, I, I watched all the stuff with him climbing through the rocks and the water. And yeah, you, you cut out before the combat. Oh, and the man. combat was especially Im- impressive. Because it, I mean... There's nothing about it that seems. Do you think it's a constructed yeah. or like? I mean, just the level itself mm. just seems so natural. Gotcha. Like even where he was climbing, mm. you could see where you climb, but it wasn't like it stood out. It fit with the facade of the rock, mm. and you could just naturally tell. I can climb this, and he could. Okay. There was nothing about it that seemed game designy. Up, it was just. So, in the trailer, did you ever feel like it was on a track, like kind of the previous Uncharted games were to an extent? I mean, all games are sort of on a track. Yeah. I mean, especially unless they're free roaming. And, yeah, unless they're dicking around with Skyrim or something. Yeah. It's just sort of like, yeah, they're all sort of on a track. But, like, even when he was doing the combat thing, there was a wide area for him to traverse 
and get around people and shoot them and then hide again. And it was almost, it, it kind of reminded me of Metal Gear Solid to a certain degree, how much stealth was involved with taking care of everybody that was, you know, trying to shoot them. And even, like, it, it got to some point where he could just run away. He didn't even have to, like, deal with everybody. Because oh, nice. they were still searching for him. He was kind of like, well, they're looking over here. I can go this way, and they'll leave me alone. <laughs> I feel like there were moments of that in 3 as well. Yeah. You could just, all right, I don't... I don't. I can't. I don't have the ammo to fight these guys. I'm just gonna not fuck with them. Yeah. So I. I yeah. I, I, I'm very excited to see that coming out in 2015, which they firmly. Yeah. And you got your PS4 now. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even plugged it in. But, <laughs> but you uh, got it. That's a plus. That's a start. Yeah. 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 I'll, I will definitely be playing Lego Batman Three this week. Are you gonna pick up uh, Ground Zeroes now? Um. I will probably wait, wait to and see. see if it's on the fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably do that now. <laughs> if it's not, then yeah, I'll pick it up. But I, I saw that game sat for ten bucks. Oh, well, I'll, I'll probably still wait. I mean, gotcha. what? How many games did I tell you? Really, thirty something. Yeah, thirty something games that I own that I haven't actually beaten or played. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, did yeah. you ever finish The Last of Us? No, I, I need to yeah. bust. That is a great. I need to get the remaster, the remaster one. I like uh, to play, but I would too. PS4. I, I got to. I started playing it. And I got to a bit where I was in a building with a shit ton of those weird the clickers. Oh, yeah, the clickers. The, yeah, yeah, and I would. That's like at the beginning. The subway was it the underground uh, area? It was, a, it was in a building. It was definitely yeah. in a building. No, it was the courthouse. The courthouse, right, or whatever, Maybe. or the I, mansion. I don't uh, think it was been a while since yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I was just trying to get through that. Were there lockers? No, you see the thing about me. You see the thing. You see the thing about me with The Last of Us is I first played it. I played it for like twenty minutes. I'm like, I don't understand why everyone has a huge boner about this game. It's not even that good. And I played it. and I was like. Alright, it's getting a little better. And I played yeah. like, oh my god, I love this game. Yeah, so it, it, it is. It really is. It's a game where you have to sit down and play it and actually pay attention I, to I it. Think I last, thought the last but, act of that game is beautiful. Oh yeah, mm. no, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll. I, I would definitely get to it, but yeah, I, I, I got to that bit and it, it sort of, I don't know, it stalled me. And See, that's no, that's exactly like, how I was. It took me like two hours to get through a part with those fucking clickers. I'm at really? maybe the same yeah. thing. I was there for a while trying to get through it, and I was just like, "Fuck this! This is fucking." Un- <laughs> Cause I don't. It wasn't like there's something about it, like getting through that office space with those clickers running around. That's imprecise, where I don't exactly know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. That I'm just. It, it becomes a little frustrating. If I knew what I was doing wrong, yeah. That I mean, I I, I would have kept on trying to fix it. But it became it just became frustrating. Yeah. I was just like, oh. so is Uncharted for the final Uncharted? Did they announce that? Is it the last one? N- no, I, I, okay. the only thing that's mean is just it's called the Thief's End. Yeah, so I, it just yeah it alludes to it. Right? Yeah, they they could still do more. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, there's something about it that says this is the final one. Yeah, well, they could go back and do an origin story for Nathan Drake. I'd be all for that. They could do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I'd want one without Drake. Well, yeah, I mean, he's... I mean, yeah. Is it like Cecil? I like a Cecil one, like a young Cecil or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what else was there? Oh, there was the sort of funny little Nintendo announcement. They showed some footage from the next Zelda game, mm-hmm. which is 
in open front. world Skyrim esque size. Yeah. Zelda's. Oh. I don't know. I, I love the joke they made when they were on Epona and they uh, uh the guy specific, um the director specifically pointed out how he's barely touching the thumbstick mm-hmm. and he said horses rarely run in the trees in real life. So we're not letting our horse run into trees because they can obviously navigate by themselves for the most <laughs> part. <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny if, like, you just sit the controller down and she yeah, just starts just... walking, yeah. like, grazing, <laughs> walking to another patch, grazing while you're still riding her. Yeah. That'd be entertaining. Um, but, yeah, that, that game looked amazing. Mm. I, I, I mean, they, they added a thing where um, if your horse runs in the battle, you can jump off the horse and it, it goes in the bullet time mm. And you pull out your bow and arrow, and you start shooting. That'd be cool. Yeah, Yeah, that looked great. Uh, Did you hear about Nintendo uh, uh, doing a patent on an emulator for smartphones? No. To where they they'll probably start releasing like old Game Boy games on smartphones. Oh, I guess it sort of makes sense. Yeah, I think I mean it's definitely not like a a 3DS is backwards compatible for a Game Boy. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I could see that making sense. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would be all for that. Yeah. I mean, they could even go up to the Game Boy Advance shit and be fine. And so, I mean, uh, tell me, any of those games that wouldn't be just be able to just tap? Even not even just tap, like just have little controllers at the bottom of it that you could. Well, for any had Pokemon emulators for his phone. Yeah, I mean, they were all. Illegal. Illegal. Yeah. I mean, it's been done. (laughs) Oh, a friend of mine. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, (laughs) it really was like a random person. I think Nintendo's just finally catching on on something that's been around for a little while. Yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, I understand why they haven't done it, just because they've normally been so protective of their intellectual properties, Mm -hmm. only release them on hardware that they actually control. So I understand them not doing it. So I don't like. I could understand. I could see Nintendo trying to put out a phone of some kind, honestly. Nintendo phone. <laughs> Nintendo phone. <laughs> Nintendo phone. I mean, Nintendo. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it seems like the type of thing. You throw your iPhone with shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Here's fucking Nintendo. It's got Mario on it, bitches. <laughs> every. Well, I can play Mario. Does it take calls? No. Does it do anything else? No. <laughs> every Nintendo phone comes an automatically downloaded copy of Super Mario World. Yeah. Everybody. Our age would just be like, uh. <laughs> oh, God. Lines Super across. Mario World. Ah. <laughs> uh. Hey, look! You can add this, add this second screen attachment to your phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. The, the the really interesting bit of information that dropped during this other thing, almost sort of randomly, is that Star Fox is going to come out for the Wii U next year before Zelda comes out. I'm assuming Zelda is going to be a holiday release. Yeah, probably. So, Oh, you can package that with consoles and sell a shit ton of them. Yeah. And uh, so sometime next year, even though we've barely seen any footage of it, we're getting a Star Fox, which I don't know, I'm kind of excited about. It. Like The only bit we've really uh, seen is that uh, you can control the ship with the Wii U pad by just kind of moving the pad, I guess. Huh. And you can move the targeting reticule with a, a, um, 
uh, with one of the, the yeah. thumbsticks. So, like, you can fly and aim at the same time. Th- like, you can go this way flying, but aim that way. Fun. Unlike when you were playing. <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> but seems, I don't know. I, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big Star Fox guy. It's, uh, it looks, How do you do a barrel roll? I don't know. <laughs> do a barrel roll. Have you guys gone on Google and typed in do a barrel roll? Yes. <laughs> That's the best. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, it does sound weird. I'll agree yeah. with you that it does sound a little weird. That, but I don't know. I, I if they if they did it right, it would be cool. Like yeah, if it's yeah. done well, yes. But which it's Nintendo, and they don't normally put out bad games. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I would. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on about that. But wow. at least, I don't know. I, I'm not a big Star Fox guy as this, so I don't know. It will be interesting though. It will be interesting to see with it. I don't know you and I consider like Star Fox sixty four to be a classic. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous how many times I played through that. Yeah. You can play through it in sitting pretty easily. Yeah, and it just I don't know, just the 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 fact that you can go different routes yeah. encouraged, you know. Yeah, with different player. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Star Fox sixty four is a cl- classic to me. I agree. Um, and like, I don't know Star Fox Adventures on the GameCube when he had the Triceratops buddy and that kind of bullshit. You're kind of like, okay, yeah, this isn't really Star Fox, <laughs> but <laughs> so I'll give you that. I mean, yeah. since Star Fox sixty four, I don't think Nintendo has actually put out a Star Fox game that is as close to quality as that. Star Fox sixty four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see where are we at. Uh, we're at an hour, but we can go keep going. Well, I, I the only last thing I had to mention, just because that was sort of interesting, is uh, Roberto Orsi. Well, yeah, who um, he he helped write the first two Star Trek movies. And was and he's still up. writing this one. Yeah, yeah. His, I, I'm assuming he's got some writing credits toward it. I don't uh, really think he's that involved with it okay. at this point um, he was set up to direct Star Trek 3 and now he's he dropped out he didn't get fired yeah. he dropped out right? yeah I think so yeah yeah which is interesting but yeah he would have seemed like a logical choice I mean I don't really know I don't think he's directed anything else yeah maybe some TV here and there maybe mm. but I, I don't it, it makes me wonder if Paramount's gonna be able to make their 50th anniversary Commit. Deadline that they've sort of committed to. Yeah, it would be a shame not to have a new Star Trek film for its 50th anniversary. I think that would be a especially shame. they're on such a roll, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you liked In the Darkness? Yeah. Really? yeah. Well, yeah, I, I didn't like it as much as the not like you know I did one before, the reboot, yeah. but the reboot. But yeah, I thought it was good. I like. Yeah, I have issues with In the Darkness mainly when it comes to um, the uh, teleportation. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah. I for think. For the most part, I will. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I, Did I, I ever share this? They make fucking. I know I've shared it on the podcast. Yeah. They make starships fucking obsolete in that movie. You do realize that. It pisses me off. Yeah, there's some <laughs> logic there where you're kind of like. Oh, like, yeah, with that, whatever. I can't remember the ship name, but. No, no. With, uh, just, no, with the. Just Khan's the fact, teleporter. Yeah, with the fact that Khan could teleport the Klingon. From oh yeah, like why did they have to go? Oh, okay, yeah, I get yeah, your yeah. point. Yeah. Well, my whole thing with it too, I was actually talking with my father. Let us on to me, which I thought was kind of interesting too. Like with the whole like terrorist, like Han being a terrorist, and I mean I know that's kind of his character in the originals, but it was more like he was just a villainess type character. And here, like with him blowing up, 
was it he was Starfleet? He definitely a terrorist. Yeah, it was like a terrorist, but no, I feel he was like definitely it's a terrorist just, before. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, this one they were clearly going after a nine eleven. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it felt like yeah, it was no, like they even it dedicated came, the movie to the memories. Of but I felt like it brought it to like it's a Star Trek movie. It shouldn't be like it should be more <laughs> science fiction, not like. Well, shouldn't, I don't know. I don't like, exactly agree with that assertion because the thing about science fiction should be allegory. Well, yeah, it should. Uh, science fiction, good know. science fiction, should have to deal with the social issues of. The time, yeah. You know, I don't know. I just thought it was like I don't know. The terrorism thing was just like, well, that over the top. Because obviously, it's like you said, like the original. I thought in the original Wrath of Khan, it was done. You know, like don't even get me started on the issues of the first Wrath. Of but, Khan. well, yes, but but that aside. But in this one, I don't know. It just felt too close to home. I never forget life. a face. I don't know. What? Yeah. Sorry. Another issue I have with the original Khan. Well, not the original Khan because that was Space Seed. But Rathacon, yeah. uh, he's talking to Chekhov. And Chekhov wasn't on the show by the time of Space oh. Seed. He's like, I'd never forget a face. He's like, you don't know who the fuck he is because he wasn't on the show at that point. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, That would have been an easy thing. I don't know why that issue's in Rathacon. It would have been an easy thing to be like, he wasn't there. Guys, guys, guys. Or even like Chekhov himself. Could have been like, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. But I, I don't know. I, I sort of I appreciate what they're going for because it almost seems as if the point was to throw the Enterprise crew in that sort of tenuous ethical situation that the the well, that we were in as a nation a few years back at this point and seeing what the best of humanity what they're sort of supposed to be representing how they dealt with the situation yeah it was almost a commentary of um America of how we tried to deal with that do you purposely wear that shirt every Monday or every time we record I feel like you do no I don't okay I've never seen a shirt we recorded before quite often well sorry continue but um so I don't know. I appreciate what they're going for, and I feel like it flies in the face of when you know uh, Star Trek fans are arguing about how Abrams movies don't have any so- social commentary in them. I feel that the first one it doesn't really, no. but the second one I think it definitely tried for it. You just don't really like what they're trying to go for. Or I agree. I'll read that. I, or I or totally agree that, that, that they made Khan British. Game. Well, yeah, that I don't really give two shits about. I mean, I don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's not like being Spanish defined Khan as a character right. or anything like that. I don't know. Especially if you consider that you know that Khan that we saw in Wrath of Khan had been you know excommunicated to you know for fucking decades at that point. Yeah. So he was a completely different man than what we saw in Into Darkness. And yeah. I feel as if what we saw in Into Darkness was a hell of a lot similar to what we saw in Spacey, where yeah. he was sort of a very, almost sort of sterile man woken up into the world and so mm-hmm. forth. I don't know. I, uh, I I think what a lot of people bitch about Into Darkness doesn't actually apply to it. I, I, I would argue it still has some issues to it, but 
not for what people normally bitch about. Yeah. And, you know, the movie is rated super high. It was like a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Even the user rating is pretty high. Why the fuck do people have so many complaints about that movie? <laughs> I don't get that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just sort of interesting to see Roberto Orsi yeah. drop out and who they're going to... Where, yeah, who will replace I have no idea. Yeah. It's a little worrisome. I'm assuming they have a script together to, for the most part. Hell, Abrams isn't doing the next Star Wars. <laughs> He's only doing this one? Yeah. yeah I don't know that. Yeah, and... Uh, He's, I, I like that. That's so smart. Just make the one, let people go through that, and then, hey, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> switch your director every time. Yeah, uh, well, no. I think uh, episode eight is definitely going to be Ryan Johnson, who did Looper. Yeah. Um, and I think he's uh, he's at least writing episode nine. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and I'm he's at least writing it. I'm assuming he's probably gonna end up directing it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Abrams is just in for the one. So yeah, it's about to wrap photography. I would assume. I think it, it did it already. Yeah, did it just? Done. Did, yeah. I feel like it just did. Yeah, it was either that or uh, Ant Man. Ant Man just did. Yeah, Star Wars. I think Star Wars finished. Yeah, I think so too. So now they just got a year of post production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, does it does it bug you when they uh, you see headlines? Oh, the first photo from the set of Skyfall released, and it's just the clapboard and the pug. <laughs> does it bug you when that's like the first set photo? Yeah, that seems a little stupid. I mean, I like seeing the well, pug, but, but yeah, yeah. Give me give me something to sink my teeth into. Well, they gave us fucking teaser. Yeah. <laughs> a good yeah. fucking teaser. So, uh, it had been rumored uh, Orsi was going to do Power Rangers. Maybe he thought Power Rangers was a more viable option. <laughs> Maybe he thought he could do more with that. Like, like uh, put more of a personal stamp um, on, on my Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like your Power Rangers. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who would, I don't know who would take over. I would I would be fine getting Abrams back. Might as well. Well, I don't think he's going to do it. Cause yeah, he's gonna they got a year post of yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, he's going to be busy with that and he's got <coughs> press and shit. Yeah, he's not doing Star Trek at this point. Because they have to start shooting soon. Yeah, like within the next couple months, Star Trek has to be shooting. Mm-hmm. Star Trek. In order to make its 50th anniversary in 2016, yeah, it needs to get on the ball. Well, we'll see. Yep. Um, I guess. Uh, yeah. Let's get an episode title real quick. What are we gonna call this one? An episode. What are we gonna call this? This is a mess. We talk about everything. Uh, I don't know. It's a mess. <laughs> that I can't do that. What? That they call the episode? It's a mess. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. It's a mess. I don't know. I can't bring myself to do that. Why? I don't know. I need, I need a good reason, David. It just doesn't sound good. What do we mean? Just calling it a mess? Yeah. Because that could be the title of any. That's a trap? <laughs> it's... <laughs> That's all. Do you have an idea? I don't have any ideas. Fuck. No idea, dude. All right. All right, then. Um... Maybe. It's a mess. I don't know why you're so against that. I don't. I don't, I don't know. get it either. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll He's find out when I post it. Than that's yeah, I'm, I know, right? I'm gonna be pissed. I'm not gonna think of anything better for that. 
Uh, well, that concludes episode 139. We're going to hit the space bar. Okay. Listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M I K U S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.